Things change from one generation to the next. Attitudes, politics, technology, even lifestyles. But when it comes to business, there's one thing every generation has in common. The pursuit of excellence. Welcome to Generation Excellence. A conversation with next-gen leaders of family businesses who are working to preserve the past and innovate the future. And now, here's the host of Generation Excellence and a third-generation business owner himself, Jamie Michelson. Jamie? This is a unique episode. I got to welcome back Dan Musser III to Generation Excellence. Dan was the very first guest of this podcast back in November 2018 in his role as owner and president of Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island. Dan was a client of our ad agency, and we got to know each other with this shared experience of being third-generation family operations. In late summer 2019, less than a year after that podcast episode, Dan and his family made the decision to sell Grand Hotel to KSL Capital Partners and Davidson Hotels. Given what was to happen in early 2020 with COVID, that proved to be auspicious timing. Those who know Mackinac Island in Northern Michigan know that guests arrive primarily by ferry. So do all goods arrive via freight ferry. Not one to rest, Dan Musser became an investor and chair of Arnold Freight Lines, just as the world was talking about in dealing with supply chain. Enough introductions. We talked about a number of things, and I really hope you enjoy this episode with Dan Musser. All right, well, I'm, I'm so happy to welcome Dan Musser back to Generation Excellence podcast. You're the first person that I can say that about, you know, to talk about your journey and experiences, I guess really, you know, over the last pretty crazy four or five years. <laughs> so hello, Dan. Hello, Jamie, thanks for including me. Yeah, and you know, and I think we'll talk about life after day-to-day responsibilities of Grand Hotel in, in a moment. But if if you would take 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 us back, because now you have some that reflection time, maybe to just before completing the sale of the hotel and, and the business, and kind of like what sticks out for you from that important moment in your career? Are there little things that you still think about either emotionally or even mechanically from a transaction? This is pure curiosity. <laughs> um, the transaction part, um, that's a good question. Um, it was thorough um, and obviously something our family didn't take lightly. Right. And so we thought a lot about it um, and, uh, and, you know, it, it, like a lot of things, particularly a sale of a multi-generationally owned family business, um, uh, you know, uh, there's ups and downs uh, in that process. Um, And, you know, obviously culminated or came together that last summer uh, when we were kind of narrowing down potential buyers that, that, you know, obviously fit, fit the financial requirements we were looking for, but also the hopeful long term goals we hope for and think uh the hotel deserves and needs um and and so in that that process there were some ups and downs but not you know we we had a great team uh a small uh, brokerage company out of arizona that i've i've been lucky to know uh, the principal and his son for the last 30 years as we looked at properties Mm -hmm. uh he started he mentioned potential buyers for us over the years 
kind of visited places. He had people visit us over the years. Um, he was in his, he and his son were great along with our general counsel, uh, for many, many years, John Cameron, who's, who's still with our family and, and now our new enterprise, Arnold, Arnold Freight. Um, between they kept me sane and, uh, <laughs> and my family obviously was great. They, uh, all along just, um, were very respectful. Um, I did my very best to include them on every major decision, every minor decision. And, uh, it always was, um, as my dad set that set the thing up and uncle Stewart set our business up was that there's final one decision maker. And I was it. And, and that part, like and, I said, I didn't take lightly, lightly, but, uh, took it seriously. And, and, and like anything else, it. there's communication during a process and that's pretty important. Like every second. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, hindsight's 2020 vision. I mean, are any, not, not any regrets or things you would have done differently now that you have that little bit of time that spanned from when, when you did the sale of Grand Hotel? You know, I know I, there's no question I could have done a million things better. Um, <laughs> I'm just not totally aware of them. No, I, or overall, I think it went pretty darn right. well. Um, I think I, I, there's no question I could have done a better job talking to you, the media. I was afraid of what um, our customers may think if we decided not to go ahead with the sale. And as importantly, if not more importantly, what our staff may or may not think sure. and or do if a sale did happen or did not happen. Um, and so I wouldn't say uh, I lied, but I stretched the truth uh, that summer with the, with the press. And I didn't, didn't feel good about that. But I also, looking back, feel like it still was probably the best way. Well, to, I, I think it's important to, go to for. Re remind people and discovered in the introduction, but this was in a later part of your business season, which is a six month season at that business in 2019, correct? That's uh, when the, that's when the actual closing happened, but closing. So you're doing this but work. The word for, was out. The word, you know, uh, the, the new company was, had surveyors. We had, you know, guys coming in coats and ties and all summer long in and out. <laughs> so, I mean, I, something, there was a buzz around. <laughs> but there was a buzz around then, but you, you know, lots of people try to kind of have a crystal ball. What you couldn't have imagined was a pandemic in less than a year that would basically well, shut down all travel, tourism, and hospitality in around that, the world. That's, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> so, I mean, I know for those of us who are involved in your business or whatever, you know, X number of months later, he went, wow, Dan and his family were kind of prescient, you know. <laughs> uh, the, the, the timing was fascinating. Uh, well, I mean, just, I'll make it clear. I had no idea. About, I no. didn't have a heads up on the pandemic. <laughs> and as, as you were... Completing the sale of, you know, an 85 plus year family business operation. Did you, for yourself personally, did you have a clear vision of what was going to be next for you? No. Um, I knew that I was going to consult with the new company for a period of time. And I still right. am um, a, a lesser degree than I did the last, the first three years. Right. So, uh, but but still in consulting. And uh, I guess they call me uh, chairman emeritus now, uh, which means I don't do a whole lot, but I get to give my advice, which is always mm -hmm. fun. And, uh, and quite frankly, get to see a lot of the ideas that dad and I talked about, uh, but didn't either have the capital or the will to go forward with it, uh, hopefully come to fruition. Um, so that part's very satisfying. Um, what I didn't know is that I would miss a 
connection to the back, the Mac and Isle business community. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we rectified that relatively quickly. Yeah, so, so found talk, our footing. Yeah. So talk about your involvement with Arnold Freight Lines. I mean, your role there, how, how that, I mean, I know there was some family connection always, but just how that came about and what you've been doing with that business. Well, over the years, my wife's, it was primarily my wife's family's business for all, about the same time my great uncle bought the hotel, her, her grandfather bought Arnold Line, which for many years was the only carrier. And then Shepler's came along and now what is called Starline came along. But uh, along the way, my dad and I would talk to the Brown family about, geez, would you be interested in just selling off your freight part? <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't want or need necessarily need the, the passenger side. You guys do a great job as Shepler does an outstanding job on that today. Sure. Um, but the freight part, um, it's, you know, it's part uh, community service. Um, it's also, uh, it's a, it's a, almost like a utility, uh, but also it's also a going concern. And lastly, I've, I've finally acknowledged the fact how much I like boats and I like the water. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so to finally kind of put those pieces together, it's been fun and is fun. Um, I don't spend a whole lot of time in it, but I'm on the phone every day, you know, just at least for a little bit with our CEO and, Every couple of weeks this time of year, uh, go north and meet with the Coast Guard because we're always doing work on one of the boats in the off season. And uh, in the summer, I'm down on the dock uh, almost every day, not for very long, but and usually just to shoot the breeze with the, the longshoremen that work work on the dock for us and do a great job. So the freight business, you know, people that are in railroads, which aren't that many people because it's so few, <laughs> and same with, it, it is, it is like a leading economic indicator or whatever. So, you know, being in that business, what is it kind of shown you about the economy currently or for the future or just like, what have you learned about supply well, chain? Well, we're, as you know, maybe, maybe some of your listeners don't know, we were, we're eccentric to Mac and Island. We serve right. Mac and Island. Now, on occasion, we've run boats to Bablo and Bois Blanc and different places or helped okay. out, uh, and we'll do that whenever needed. Uh, but 99% of our business is delivering freight to Mackin Island, whether that's horses in the spring and fall, coming on the island or leaving, mm-hmm. hay for the horses, uh, food every day for the restaurants and bars, and and construction uh, supplies. And sure. that's what, and so what I do, I do, we do see kind of a microcosm of, of the the state yeah. of the economy of Mackin Island, and I, I will say it's it's good. good. <laughs> uh, what Grand Hotel's doing, uh, what Mission Point is doing, and what the Pulte family is doing up at Stonecliff is just phenomenal. I mean, they were closed all last summer, and I think will be closed this summer as well to complete their overall master plan, which includes a lot of uh, pre-manufactured stuff. They they do a great you know Pulte Homes right. does a great job right. with. Uh, that we're hauling over and they drive up to their spot and put it together. So we're, so yeah, we can see a little ahead of the future, uh, you know, a little ahead of the game that uh, Island's going to have a good summer and I think a couple more to come. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you described that, it, it is this Island that's tradition and tries to be sort of this frozen moment in time, but it still has to evolve and construct new things and like capital much so. place you own and, and people's travel the way they travel has changed and book travel yep. has changed. So, yeah. Yep. You know, the other part, I mean, you for your whole life, really, because you're around this business and a business that had a, 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 you know, a six month season, which was always the summer is 
you know, the summer, so that you were always immersed in being present at Grand Hotel for so much of your life. So now that you've had some summers the last few years where you had a little more freedom in the summer, what is there anything you've done for the first time somewhere you've gone? I know you got a big family, so there's those that 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 calendar, but just how, how have you used summer in a different way? Well, I've I've been off Mackin Island, uh, I think for the first time Memorial Day weekend this last year. Okay. And uh in visiting a child. Because you're still uh, doing the openings before that, after right, even after um, and and the the ability to go midsummer, for example, uh, we have a son that's a uh, that rows uh, for a crew team. Uh, we went to Toronto and and I got to watch him row for a week, and which I would never have been able to do in the sure. past. And and, uh, and and use the island more like or experience the island more like a a cottager. It's it's quite pleasant. I see why these folks have been coming back for generations. <laughs> it's very pleasant. <laughs> Yeah. So, so are you able, well, first are, you know, you always do, we talked about in the first podcast, you, you know, having a critical eye when, when being a guest or at any hotel. Uh-huh. So do you still have that? Like, as you travel and go into hotels, are you able to just be a guest or are you still kind of looking at how they might do things or what you would do? And then I guess the same at Grand Hotel a little bit. Um, You know, Grand Hotel will always be part of me. So yeah, if I see something wrong, I definitely get a hold of the the manager, the president okay. of the company, <laughs> um, because I want to make it perfect, you know, always. And I don't think that will ever change. Sure. Um, but it, but it's certainly less urgent. Um, and same thing when we travel. I'm still curious about yeah uh, food and how it's how it's served and how it's presented, um, how it's marketed, you know, priced everything, and. Uh, uh, I guess I'm a little slower to steal a menu now <laughs> to bring back to the team. <laughs> well, the QR codes made you can just screenshot. It's a lot easier, exactly. Menu for a while. <laughs> now people are printing them again. It, you yep. know, you mentioned the media, and you know we're more in the advertising controlled media space. There's the PR space, all of that. So you know, there's a lot of attention when you you sell a business that has that profile that Grand Hotel has, and everybody's all over you and. And then time passes. In, in the intervening kind of period of time, have you been approached by various people to chronicle the the story a little bit, or or to talk to you about life life after, or is or people pretty much left you alone? Um, not a whole lot. A, a little bit more in conjunction with ongoing Grand Hotel media like things. Okay. Um, connected to the enterprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and then, obviously, when we purchased Arnold Freight and Shepler Freight, there was some discussion about my past as a hotelier, but it was more about our new venture. Sure. Uh, so not not a whole lot. No, okay. you're 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 cracking the code here. Yeah, no, right. And, and I didn't find a lot of stories about it, and I don't know if you thought that would be the case, because I mean, other than maybe you know the wealth management industry is probably after you or something. They find people who do <laughs> transaction things, but. His, and, and this is the selfish one. And his, his, anyone surprisingly come up to you and, you know, because I mean, you were the first guest for five years and, and commented on the podcast that you, that you went, wow, they listened to that or. Um, I can't say if I, I, I don't know. I did, as you know, I used to do a lot of media. So, yeah. so they would be very well. Mind. You're on the radio often. Yeah. 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 And um, that part is 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 different. I mean, I, you know, it used to be I go to 
drop the kids off at school and the principal said, oh, you were good on WJR this morning or, you know, or whatever. And I, I actually, as much as I enjoyed that and my former life, I, I also enjoy uh, that that's not the topic of discussion. It's more about what's 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 the lunch today in the cafeteria? Yeah, <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. I mean, it's like you got to do it. And some people really like it, need that spotlight. But oh, and I enjoyed it. And yeah, I don't, you well. yeah. It was a great experience. And what, you know, what advice do you have? Would you have, you know, for other leaders of legacy businesses who are, I mean, they love this word now exit. They're contemplating their exit, which Mm -hmm. is kind of a, got a little bit of finality. Now, the last podcast I did was with a gentleman who runs a funeral business. So that's a true exit, Uh, different kind of exit, you know, so let's contemplate an exit or a sale. Like I'm sure you've had some people that have, you've had some quiet conversations about that um, because there's a lot loaded into it. Like, what do you talk about? What, what do you say to them? Well, you know, every, I think every family business is different. Um, You know, ours was very, is very tied was and still is to Mac and Island. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I love everything about Mac and Island. And, and I knew that I wanted that to be part of our lives and our kids' lives uh, to the extent that they want it to be um, going forward. And so that was paramount as part, I guess, if I had an exit strategy, that, that was making that part of our future. And I, I think I've succeeded. What I guess I didn't realize is that um, I would like to be back in the business community to a certain extent to keep me in the loop, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and part of the bar, part of that community, though, which I've, uh, I guess I'm a cottager now, but, uh, my, my group has always been the business group down, you know, on the Island. And, and, uh, I'm glad I'm still part of that part of it. Um, whereas on their hand, uh, the two other owners, though, tell my two sisters, um, you know, my one sister still lives in Ann Arbor. She has never was active in day to day, except as a kid, uh, where we all were <laughs> forced to forced labor. And then, uh, and then my sister Mimi, who uh, I think was one of the hardest working employees we had, and was quite frankly just happy. She loved the job. She loved the hotel, and she was ready to get off the treadmill. And she's moved to Ann Arbor and oh. hasn't been back since. Yeah, for those who don't haven't never got to visit famous Grand Hotel in Mackin Island, you'd come in and you'd see Mimi there and she's cutting flowers and flower shop. You'd be three floors up and there's Mimi doing something. You're like, oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. there's no like secret elevator that she's doing that. And she was, she was, she was, she kept active. So it's she, she so you loved, get together as a family for like dinner or Thanksgiving or something, and you used to have to talk some about the business. So is that different, you know, when you when you all get together now? Is it just? Is oh it- yeah, I remember the first Christmas that my sister, the non-active in the business, said, "You know, this is the first Christmas dinner I think ever that all of you guys have. That's all you <laughs> haven't been been talking about." She was always sitting in on a board meeting, right? Kind yeah. Of. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you try to separate those things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For no, a that's brief a... second, and then we go back to the hotel. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a common talk about. Uh, yeah. On this podcast, for those that are immersed in it and all the time, uh, 
you know, and, and anything, anything, I mean, you missed that business community, even though you have that other business with Arnold and you're connected to them. Anything else you miss? Well, I mean, obviously the guests, um, mm-hmm. you know, we had, so we have such a wide variety of, uh, diverse backgrounds. I, I miss that. Uh, but I get to see them on the peripheral, uh, whether that's down at the pool or uh, near the, uh, one of the restaurants. And so I still have a feel of that. Um, I guess I, what I miss is the day to day with our staff. I still, again, get to inter- interact with our staff, but now solely pretty much as a customer, which is lovely, right. and <laughs> quite satisfying. Um, but that day to day kind of grind with them, Sure. Uh, maybe that's a, not the right word, but you know oh, that day to day discussion, and I miss I, I you know that part was I loved and 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 do miss. And so every every week or so, I'll go and I'll I'll walk through the kitchen and I'll go to the the laundry and maintenance and talk for a little bit. I mean, get are my there, fix. Are there guests? <laughs> are there guests or people who still get in your grill a little bit because something's going on and they see you and there's uh, less and less. Okay. Um, the first couple summers for sure. And I would, you know, obviously get them to the right person and resolve right. have the new, new folks resolve the problem, but make sure it was getting resolved. Now it's, it's uh, quite, and actually they're happy for the most part, I think, uh, are, are seem to be happy to see me and I'm happy to see them. So it's a, well, I mean that, and that reflects so well on something. It's not, it's this thing because oftentimes people think when families are long generational thing, they sell the business that it's kind of like, white hands and disappear and other thing, you know, uh-huh. there's it's still, as you said, like woven into you. It's just, it's, you know, you're not running it every day anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're still a cottager. You still love the Island, all of that. Yeah. Uh, but when a, when a tray falls in the dining room, I'm, I'm, I feel sorry for the waiter, but, but I'm not <laughs> angry. You, about don't, it. you don't have to leap up. <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. You still, you still, you still react and, and sure. whatever else do you have you found that you know just in the business media are you know how uh in that period of time where you're in the market to buy a car it feels like you're seeing more car advertising right or <laughs> you're do you are you more attuned to stories and stuff about generational businesses and business transactions and business sales any more than you used to or the same oh definitely yeah oh definitely yeah i mean it's all for me, it used to be just, uh, you know, when when there were travel sections, Sunday sh- travel sections, I, was, I bought the Tribune, I bought the Free Press, right. I bought, you know, and, you know, and now, you know, then you watch what you see on TV or on the internet. And, and now, now it's more like what catch my, oh, what that family was in the car dealership for two yeah. generations and they just sold to whoever. And, oh, how'd that work? And, you know. <laughs> oh, good, good. It's, it's, yeah. it's a little bit like, you know, actors on the stage, they do care what other actors on the stage Oh, to, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, you know, I do this podcast, not out of a fascination for this. It really is a form of education for myself, but, and others, hopefully, but I do, uh-huh. it does make me have to sort of keep my ears and eyes out for the subject matter. Cause that data is out there. 3% of businesses, a third generation <laughs> make it, well, they don't fail and just quit. They just, yeah, yeah. They either do what you do or they become part of some other enterprise or they sure more yeah. from, Usually, well, and, and on the yeah. island, you know, I've got a little <laughs> support group with uh, the Iroquois the, and and the, the Sheplers and that are know, the same, and, right? And yeah. Shepplers just went through some form of business yeah. ownership yep. transition, right? Uh, yep. I actually think I approached um, 
that family about doing this podcast because of you being on it and that connection and and uh, knowing your business a little this bit. But uh, and 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 then you know, I mean, I asked people about and we talked about sort of that learning from your family and great uncle and your father and. Now, as you do this with your kids, kind of watching what you do every day and watching you be part of that business, what are like words you live by or your sort of current updated like mission as you try to help Arnold Freight operate efficiently? Um, <laughs> well, I, I do feel that um, we are a little bit of a utility and a little bit of a uh, community service but we're there to make a buck. And, uh, okay. and so I think there's that, that, um, some giving back to the community, but also making a, a profitable and, and fun venture. And, uh, so I guess the, the, those two things as far, I don't know if those are my mission or I guess that is my mission <laughs> to, to help the, help the community, but also, um, you know, create and maintain I, a, I think a that's, going concern. That's, that's, that's healthy, you know, and I think healthy that's for the local economy. <laughs> That definition, I think, of conscious capitalism or whatever, right? You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is that saying though that the Arnold Freight business before you got involved with it, did it often operate and do what it did, but maybe not profitably? Uh, oh, definitely. Um, okay. You know, the, the assets are expensive to run; they're big, sure. um, and having two competing uh, was a challenge um, to both operations. They both made money, um, but. By combining them, there's no question we can be more generous to the community, uh, but also re reinvest more back into our vessels and thus be more productive for the community and the business. I mean, so what what businesses out there as you're as you've diversified your experience and leadership beyond just you know hotels, like what businesses out there do you look at and admire or model, go to school on a little bit, or even as you're running Grand Hotel, as you're doing Arnold Freight, or as an investor, like, what do you look at? Um, well, I've always I've always been intrigued by car dealers and car dealerships and the families that own and yeah, run yeah, them because that's classically the known family generation. Yeah, and right? and more importantly, they all seem to have fun doing it. Mm. You know, <laughs> and and I'd like to say we had fun running Grand Hotel. Um, but there are some family businesses you look at and you go, boy, that's just a, that's a slog, you know? <laughs> okay. Well, the grass is either greener or not, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the car dealer business, you know, over the time when they couldn't get cars, didn't have chips, probably wasn't yep. so much. No, fun. And, and uh, same thing with the hotel business. I mean, you know, uh, 08, 09 wasn't fun or, you know, right. 9-11 wasn't things, fun. Those <laughs> things that are out of your control. I mean, yeah, that we learn what we can control and, and what, exactly yeah. what we can't. Yeah. And so, you, you know, talk a little bit about that next that next generation, your kids and all the different things they're doing Not now that there's not that. Uh, well, never was going to be like on HBO in succession and figure out who's going to run the hotel because that's off the plate. So they're going to find their own ways and have opportunities. But like what kinds of things are you encouraging them to do and consider? Uh, and as they, some of them start to think about careers, some of them are younger, but. Well, it's funny, we had our 17 year old, we went on a college trip this weekend and, uh, you know, we're talking to other people and the person said, well, what do you, what do you want to do after college? He said, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe, 
Dan has this new business. It's kind of interesting. I might. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, there's one, but, you know, in general, uh, we've been, you know, we try to encourage them to experience as much as they possibly can. Fortunately, they're, they're expected. And so far, the old ones that can't are age have gone to college and they grad or indoor grad school, um, you know, to follow what, just look at every option and then whatever your passion is, hopefully go after it and, nice. and ultimately to be productive and helpful in the community that you, um, end up, you know, landing in. And so ultimately I hope that's, that's the goal for all of them. And if one of them ends up on Mac on our freight business, that's great, <laughs> but it's certainly not, uh, it's not this overhanging, um, thing that grand hotel was, <laughs> you know, which is, we think maybe a positive thing for the next generation of our kids anyway. Beautiful. And uh, kind of uh, a last question. I'll see if you think there's anything else you want to talk about, but you know, when, when I remember when we first met and talked about other hotel other than your own and your eyes lit up about a hotel in Paris and an experience there, it, it, is there, you know, on the globe, because, you, you know, you do get to travel and you enjoy it. You have passion for it. Where, where's the place you haven't been yet that you're, I don't want to call it a bucket list, but just on the list that you're well, planning to go to or would like to go to? It's all, I'm, I'm the worst. It's always the last place I've been in is the greatest. <laughs> okay. We were just in Chicago. I love Chicago again. <laughs> and so where, where's that? The... We, were, we were over the break. We were in Prague, which is beautiful. That was my favorite. <laughs> and where, and then where, where's a, where's a place you haven't been yet that you're hoping to get to go to some point? Well, uh, Vienna, um, I haven't been to Rome. My wife has, you know, uh, there's all that there's, uh, um, a lot of good portions of, 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 of France in the summer would be very nice to go because, to <laughs> Been there in the you, winter, but never in the summer. You never got to go there in the summer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very Austria. Um, you know, there's, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess for some reason I thought, oh, Dan's gotten to go to all these places because of the business and the industry and the conferences and the whatever, but no, you still got a, a bunch of places to see. That's great. Yeah. Mostly. Cases, Mostly okay, places are better to visit in the summer I have not been to, or I've been there in the winter, which is fine too, but it's a different experience. Well, I have the occasion now or the experience now, where it's like my young adult kids have seen these places and I haven't gotten to go to them yet. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> good. Good to be them. Any, any, I know. Any, any last words, things, uh, you know, to talk about, I guess, is, you know, it's chapters. Um, in a, in a career and business life and especially family generational businesses, because it's more than just business. It's, it's all consuming. It's, it's life and work and, and your identity and all those things. Any, any other thoughts or things to comment on? Well, I guess I, I've, I've come to realize how important it is to have a little bit of fun in life and, hmm. and in, in your, it's important to take your work seriously and, and work hard and do it, but also have a little fun in it. And I was fortunate enough that I did at Grand Hotel and and I'm finding my way now with our new ventures and our family. And I think that if you whatever you do, do it, work hard, do well, but try to have a little fun with the two. I I, I, I thank you. That's inspiring. I, I mean, uh, advertising people love to talk about work hard, play hard. I um, and work is changing so much when when it, laptops and computers, where we work and how we work has changed so, so, so yeah, last yeah. few years. And, Lot to lot to figure out. 
Well, I, Dan, I, I thank you for coming back to 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 well to setting a precedent of the like one can survive this the first time and come back and do it again, uh, and have some fun telling the stories. I appreciate your candor each time. I've learned some things, uh, and and time it's like kept us connected a little bit too, which is which is very fun. much so. Yes. Thanks for thanks for doing it, and we'll we'll get this out there for the uh, the world to hear. <laughs> That sounds great. Thank you. Generation Excellence is a production of SMZ Advertising. Thanks to Joel Bienenfeld, Jeff Martin, and Bridget Georgeski for help with this program. Thank you for listening, and please share, leave reviews, and contact me if you have any thoughts, ideas, questions. Until next time. <laughs>